questions for me? Yes. Okay, the questions are. Yes. What do you think mental health is lacking? The mental health industry? Mm -hmm. um, well, okay, so I'll be really candid. Because <laughs> I usually like to um, be politically correct when it comes to the industry that I'm in, which mm -hmm. is the medical industry. But fuck it. <laughs> right? I think the reason that I did very well with Ben, there's a whole chapter in there called mm -hmm. Tuesdays with Ben, right, right, right. was because he was um, he was my dad's EAP counselor right. at the, the hospital, and he um, related to me because he was an addict. Right. So um, because I knew that he had, he knew what I went through, he could relate to me. He wasn't... Um, he wasn't spewing things right. that didn't feel yeah. authentic. Right. So that was that's for me, and that's what I have found for most people that connect with somebody. It's usually because there's some identification, there's mm -hmm. some I can relate, right. and it's not somebody you know talking at you. Mm -hmm. I think um, because I've, I've I know so much. I mean, I, I went to therapist you know with different boyfriends through the years. Not that there was anybody before Rob. <laughs> Uh, but I remember, you know, About you anyway. right, exactly. <laughs> I remember writing a check once with my ex in the therapist's office and saying, okay, thank you. You're, I, I don't even need you because I, you just had to say back what I'm doing with that when I know it's over, you know, like when you know a lot and then you're faced with somebody that's giving you sometimes what I feel is like lip service. Um, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough to find really great help in that community, you know? Sure. It is, because unfortunately for me, I'm in the industry. So I know sometimes, like what I talked about in the book about people helping people that haven't helped themselves. Mm -hmm. right. That's a real, that's a real tough one for me. I really, um, I really have a hard time with that because it happens even in my 12-step um, program. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I can't give you something I don't have. Because it takes work, like you said. So, I hope that answers the question. Right. Although this is going to be another half hour. So, I also found, too, going through therapy, if when people ask me, how do I feel? I'm like, if I knew how I felt, I wouldn't be here. Mm -hmm. It's like being mental gymnastics. So, I I'm, don't know how to feel because that's how I survived the trauma or whatever it was so that's I was I numbed out everything whether it's through alcohol whether it's stay busy you could be a work workaholic you could be a workoutaholic you could be eating disorders it could be cutting it could be all the things that you know I work with also it's just the way it's just the way that you numbed yourself out mm -hmm. in order to survive an uncomfortable situation and it just keeps getting worse mm -hmm. um and, and I think it's okay for like somebody that's helping you, that's a therapist or a psychologist, I think it's okay to touch somebody. Yeah. I can literally see the snots and boogers coming out of your nose. Right. I think people need more connection. Right. They need more empathy. And kind, like just being kind to somebody is huge. And, and in, sometimes in that therapeutic community, I can't tell you that I've suffered from anything. Well, that doesn't make you crazy. And that's not everybody. 
Certainly not you. So, yeah. Yeah, I also feel like the weakness in, in the mental health industry is a lot of it's learned through a book and not through experience. Mm -hmm. And so when a person has gone through that experience, and as you're saying, they haven't, they don't know it. I mean, you can mm -hmm. have empathy or sympathy for it, but mm -hmm. if you can't get in there with them, or when somebody's gone through really deep trauma, it actually brings that out in the therapist mm -hmm. or people you're working mm -hmm. with, and then it's like, okay, we need to stop here because it's uncomfortable or like you said I don't know how to handle this mm -hmm. yeah I don't know it's because really it's, you're in challenge. a very vulnerable position when you're coming into an expert so-called expert and then they're taking you to a space or place that maybe is not as healthy and actually creates more harm I've seen a ton of that yeah well here's here's a good one you know in my opinion if anybody is helping you through anything a therapist a life coach mm -hmm. whatever the heck it is you don't need to actually be an expert at it. Absolutely. <laughs> there, there needs to be a solution. Right. So if you're with the same person years and years yes. and you're not shifting no. and getting better, then your therapist is emotional lollipop. And then the therapist itself has to say, oh, you're very codependent on the I client. Yeah. So it doesn't work because now you're back into the dysfunctional relationship of prey predator or codependency narcissism. It's like, okay, yeah. so my word of wisdom is for people who are going through that mm -hmm. is, is that are you able to go deep enough with them? Will they allow you? And the first question is, is do you believe in holistic practices to help mm -hmm. me team up with me? To, to help me get off of meds in a healthy way, to help me get into holistic practices to put in my everyday life because it's in my body, it's in my cellular structure, mm -hmm. it's not just up here. Yeah. Otherwise, I just keep on a mouse on the wheel, keep talking about it, which actually brings up more trauma and keeps you stuck. Yes. And I think, feel, and know that this is where the mental health industry is going, that they're starting to figure out, and mm -hmm. there's so many different modalities now especially indigenous ways mm -hmm. you know when I went through mine it wasn't like let's talk about your feelings it's like go climb that mountain yeah go dig that hole mm -hmm. get in that ceremony and you're gonna work it out mm -hmm. and you're gonna figure it out through prayer mm -hmm. through being physically exhausted mm -hmm. because I don't you know I don't know how I feel but if I physically exhaust myself the emotions mm -hmm. really do start to pop up they start to bubble up and I think that they're starting to um, integrate Mm -hmm. understanding that you need some type of integration mm -hmm. with alternative methods. I really think that it's so helpful. I think that we need to provide more solutions because talk therapy is very important, mm -hmm. but like, where are we going? And where's your accountability in all this? I'm going to give you these things to do. Exactly. And if you can't do them, well, then yeah. you, I can't see you anymore. Because that's how people get better. Oh, absolutely. Give them accountability, right? Right. I was doing it. I mean, what do I know? What do I know? <laughs> and it's, you know, it's not fair. Like this guy that wrote this book that I'm a little obsessed about right now, even at the end of the book, which I love that he said, it's not fair for me to say like, this worked for me. So this is what you should do. Right. No. You no. know, but we need to find solutions for people. We need to help them. And I think the community is great. Coming to a place like this where we're, we're having um, connection and we're, 
we have drums and we have spirit and we have music and we have, you know, peace and talk about like really in-depth stuff. You know, for me, it's like my whole 25 years has been like, hey, you know, what fucked you up? Like right away. Like, let's not do the phone. Like, how's the weather? You know, let's have a real conversation. Right. Why are you this way, doctor? Why do you yell at your staff? What's going on? You okay? Anything going on at home you want to talk about? You know? What's going on here? Well, so as a leader, too, they need emotional support. And being in a leader, I get it. I get it from both perspectives, but you can't be doctors. Are doctors they're there to heal or people mm -hmm. are there to heal they're not there to lead a business that's where you come in right and you help them because you can't do both it's like you know even doing this business mm -hmm. myself and you're doing this business it's like you can't do you can't wear all the hats you can't be you have to pick the lane of what you want to invest your energy and what you're good at that's right and then get the support around you to pull those things that you're not as credible at. you have to read the awakened woman Some doctors, amazing. Um, Sacred Dreams. So I thought of you a lot, but this book is amazing. The Awakened Woman. And she talks about if you really want to figure out what you should be doing with your life, figure out what breaks your heart. And whatever breaks your heart is what you should be working towards helping. So whether that be helping others or like you've been doing with helping people out of their trauma because it touched a place in your life. Oh, yeah. That's. People always ask me, how did you start your business? So pissed off. <laughs> like what? Like that's one of my measurements. Righteous anger. I was pissed off about how women were being used and abused in all the industries were keeping us held down. And I was like, wait a second, I'm part of the problem instead of the solution being a personal trainer only coming from beauty on the outside. And then when my um, experience happened, it was like, whoa, okay, now I'm looking at it from another perspective. Mm -hmm. And then I saw how many other women were suffering. And, okay, you're not crazy. Let's help you make sense of some of this, what you're conditioned to do and why. And that's the trauma part. Mm -hmm. And then once you release yourself from the conditioning, then that's when the freedom comes. The heart opens. I want to be present. I want to, you know, I say, um, if the container is not healthy, spirit cannot stay and do its work. It's true. It's hard to be in the container because that means you have to feel. If I have to feel, then I have to deal with my shit. If I have to deal with my shit, then I got to make choices. If I have to make choices, then that means I have to be responsible. <laughs> and there's the you anxiety. You're gonna grow. <laughs> You're gonna grow. And there's the anxiety, right? And then we're not we're not given those tools. Yeah. So these are tools. These are stories cool. that you know what you've done, what I've done, help people to relate to. You're not crazy. Right, and it's not because she's from New York. That you're from New York? Yeah, you're crazy? People go, they go, she's from New York, she's a little straightforward. Well, that's because we're brought up, we don't have this kind of free time. And F is used as a comma. You know, it's like, you know, if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. It's right, like but I don't think it's editing. just about being from New York. It's because, um, because I'm strong, because I'm confident. Because yeah. I can be direct with you and I can tell you the truth. Well, that's the street right? smarts, too, that you've learned. You the, the street smarts. You learn street smarts of prey predator. You learn human behavior. You've learned how to survive. Got my eye on you. Yeah. <laughs> Sierra.
we have to wrap it up. I know. We're sitting here. We'll be here forever. for two hours. I know. We'll Bye. see you November 7th. 7. 5.30 p.m. That's a we'll Thursday night. We'll have, like, night. coffee and water and um, nothing that'll, you know, make her liable for you being stupid when you leave. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>